From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Daniel Sellerson. D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra. Yeah. And the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Daniel Salerson. Hello and welcome into the Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson filling in for Sean Kelly once again. Yeah, what a slacker. Sean and the Pelicans arrived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin late last night and will have a day off today before returning to the court to face the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday night. Unfortunately, I don't have good news to report from the Pelicans as they dropped their second straight on the road to Toronto last night, 108-101. to It was quarters one and three that got away from the Pelicans. They were outscored 31-20 in the first and 33-21 in the third. The Pelicans cut the deficit to one midway through the fourth, but couldn't grab the lead and lost to the Atlantic Division leading Raptors. It was Tyreek Evans who led the way for New Orleans with 23 points and 10 assists on 10 of 14 shooting. And for the starters, it was Anthony Davis with 19 points on 7 of 14 shooting. Brian Roberts had a nice night for the Pelicans, scoring 18 points and 3 of 4 from downtown. And after the game, spoke to our John DeShazer. You guys do the job offensively in the second and fourth quarters. Unfortunately, the first and third kind of do you in tonight. Um, you know, is it just a little bit of a funky going through where you guys aren't starting fast? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is to really, uh, you know, pinpoint. I think one thing we can look at is just, um, you know, running our sets hard. That's what we have to do, um, especially against veteran teams, physical teams that that try to get into you and try to disrupt your offense. I think that's uh, that makes it more uh, difficult to run your set. So, um, you know, the, the first and third, we, we didn't do well enough to, you know, put us in a good position, and uh, we just couldn't get it done in the end. Now you get a chance to you know, try to rectify the situation in Milwaukee. Just talk about you know what you're expecting out of that game. I mean that's a big game, man. The last one before uh, before break, um, you know we felt like we we let these two just kind of we we didn't play our best basically, and um, you know we want to finish this this trip with a win, and uh, we definitely have to play better against Milwaukee. Eric Gordon had 10 points on five of 12 shooting. And had this to say after the ball game. Second half, they just kept on scoring. Whenever you keep on scoring, you're always going to give yourself a chance to win. And uh, you know, we hit, we missed a couple of tough shots towards the end. And uh, you know, that was the game. You know, we uh, second unit really brought us back. And it's tough when you know you're not making shots and they are. You know, it seems like the, I guess the first and third quarters really kind of put you guys in a hole and put you in where you just climbing uphill all night. Yeah, it's probably the first unit. You know, we. The second unit, they attacked. They, you know, they they was always in attack mode, and and uh, you know our first unit we was a little bit stagnant. You know, we just weren't getting to the basket, weren't really had a rhythm of knocking down shots. Going to Milwaukee, um, obviously you guys want to finish this road trip on a high note. What needs to be done there? Well, we just got to get back to what we what we do. You know, play pretty good, real good defense, and uh, and really, you know, really get a rhythm back on offense. That's what we really need to. The Pelicans actually outshot the Raptors last night, shooting 51% from the field compared to the Raptors' 47%. But turnovers and free throws were the Pelicans' kryptonite at the Air Canada Center last night. 15 turnovers for New Orleans, and the Raptors scored 
24 points off those turnovers. The Pels also missed nine free throws and now have missed 21 combined free throws in the two straight losses. I know it wasn't the only reason why they lost. You can't blame free throws for the whole thing. But if you look at the combined margin of those losses compared with the missed free throws, they lost by a combined score of 19 points in the two games, and they missed 21 free throws. So again, free throws weren't the biggest thing, but turnovers and free throws so far have been the cause for the last two games. Well, we have a good show for you today. Pelicans equipment manager David Jovanovich, a.k.a. Big Shot, will join the show to talk about his all-star responsibilities. Mark Spears, who covers the NBA for Yahoo Sports, will talk all-star and the first half of the season. And coming up next, the TV voice of the Pelicans, Joel Myers, will talk about the Pelicans and what to expect heading into the all-star break. All of this is yours, starting with Joel Myers in one minute. Your mission, win your share of up to $3 million in free play and prizes. M-Life presents License to Thrill, only at Beau Rivage. You could win a trip to London, even a new Mercedes E350. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday. Up to 800 winners, so play for the thrill. License to Thrill, you belong at the Beau. See M-Life desk for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight on Wednesday, February 19th, when the New York Knicks come to town. Tip-offs at 7 p.m. with a Pelicans Fest pregame block party getting underway at 5.30, featuring live music, the Zataran Season Ticket Garden, and interactive games for the kids. Tickets start as low as $19 and are available by calling 504-525-HOOP or visiting pelicans.com today. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com. Your first stop when following your teams. Our first guest of the day is the television voice of the Pelicans, Joel Myers, who is in Milwaukee today as the Pelicans get set to take on the Bucks tomorrow at the BMO Harris Bradley Center. Joel, uh, first off, how's it going today? It is about uh, one degree in beautiful downtown Milwaukee, Daniel, and really good to be here. I'm glad you can join can me. Can you tell? Uh, oh, yeah. Can you tell? I, I can definitely tell. I can definitely tell. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Milwaukee, though. It's uh, kind of the land of time for God. 90 miles from Chicago. It's almost like they, they ran the train around Milwaukee. It didn't go through Milwaukee. And the people are the nicest people in the world. So it is it is fun coming here. And also a little cold, as you mentioned. Joel, uh, I wanted to start talking about the Pelicans, of course. Uh, two straight losses on the road after winning three of four at home before the road trip. What has been the biggest issue for this team the last two games? Well, I mean, just mistakes at inopportune times more than anything else. That's the tough part for this team. Um, trying to put all the components together, components that you know you didn't plan on being together, and and now we've added, you know, the, the ball club's added certain things and positives. Luke Babbitt's look good. He's a spacer. The, the ball club definitely needed that. Um, but one game, it's always something. One game. Last night, the starters. I mean, Aminu and, and that group, they were all like minus anywhere from 16 to minus 24 when they were on the floor. And then the bench, in limited minutes, they were all plus. And they made rallies and they made nice moves and, and plays with Anthony Davis. And there were four bench guys with Anthony Davis on the floor. And at times they looked very good. Encouraging parts, though, let's face it, I, I, I'm a fan of Jeff Withies. I think he could be a, a nice five down the road, a defensive five and a shot blocker for the team. He's a good athlete, and with more reps, I think he could be a really nice component for the Pelicans. 
you mentioned Jeff Withy and guys maybe having bigger roles than they thought in this season. But Joel, who else has impressed you so far in stepping up in a bigger role? Say maybe a Brian Roberts uh, starting for the Pelicans. Well, yeah, Brian's done a good job. He, he's kind of played under control, not trying to do too much. Uh, but he's in a, a different position. Nobody thought you know Brian was going to be starting, so he's got more minutes than anybody anticipated. So we give him credit for what he's done. Uh, everybody thought he'd be a guy 15, 20 minutes off the bench, not a starter, upwards north of 30 minutes. So I give him credit for adjusting and playing a totally different role. At times, I think he'd be almost better off the ball. I like his shot where he's a spacer. Brian can shoot the ball. He's a, he's a scorer more than a lead guard. I think he's a combo guard. He can handle the ball, but he's a nice scoring guard. So uh, everybody's done a little bit of something. That's the reason that this team, until the last two losses, was so close to the 500 mark despite all the injuries, Daniel. You talk, you talked. Uh, you mentioned Luke Babbitt, six points last night, two of four shooting from beyond the arc, and obviously, like you said, shoots well from downtown. Joel, was Luke brought in to provide a little bit more spacing on the floor, which has gone missing since the injury to Ryan Anderson? Yeah, they, they, you got to keep him honest. And at times last night, and the club did a good job. They were, what, at one point late in the game, they were four of eight from three, so you didn't have your threes. But at the same time, uh, the Raptors were like nine of 22 from beyond the arc. Mm-hmm. You can't live without the, the three-point shot in the NBA game today. You just can't. You're a dinosaur if you think you can. So they don't have enough spacers. Ryan Anderson can shoot the three. Drew Holiday can shoot the three. Um, to keep honest, you need that in the NBA today to have the proper spacing on the floor. So it's good to see him because Anthony Morrow is one of the few guys off the bench who is doing it. They, they don't have enough. So that was a good pickup by Dell. Uh, Luke Babbitt, and he's doing little things away from the ball. He's been a tough kid. Uh, when he went over to Russia, obviously it helped him after three years with the Portland Trailblazers. So he's done little things that don't show up in the box score in the limited time that we've been able to see Luke. We're talking with the television voice of the Pelicans, Joel Myers. Joel, I wanted to switch gears, talk a little about the All-Star game, which is in New Orleans this weekend. Uh, for you, what is, what is your favorite part about All-Star weekend? Well, I just like the fact that everybody gets together. It's almost like summer league for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do it on NBA TV each summer. I, all the years they've been in Las Vegas and and everybody, you get to see a chance to see people. I've already received calls over the last two days. We're coming. Where should we go? Can we get together? Right. And it's it's an opportunity to see people all together in one place where we'd never be able to all be together. And it's going to be a fun fun time for me. Um, and I'll be on NBA radio if anybody gets the opportunity on the SiriusXM app or SiriusXM channel 217. And I'll be on NBA radio uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be on with Sam Mitchell, the former coach, Jerry Stackhouse, a legend, uh, an NBA legend now, also Frank Isola, and I will be at the jam session doing a show on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'll be hosting a show for ESPN. I'm going to be with the uh, NBA Cares people, and it's a Special Olympics uh, basketball game with NBA legends. Uh, Kevin Love's going to be there, Michael Carter-Williams, Trey Burke are going to be honorary coaches. It's going to be a fun time, so I can't wait because we all get to see everybody in one spot. That's the best part for me. Absolutely, including you get to see Anthony Davis, who uh, the news broke out on Friday yeah, that he wouldn't make the great. All-Star team. Um, you know, it had, to, it had to take an injury to Kobe Bryant for Anthony to make the All-Star team. I thought he should have made it in the first place. In your eyes, should the NBA add more spots to the All-Star roster? Yeah, and, I, you know, originally I thought maybe 15, and then I was on radio in the last couple of days. I've done NBA radio shows, and, and we were talking, and somebody said, how about, you know, not dramatically going up to 15, but add a 13th? 
Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's that one guy like Anthony Davis. And, and remember, and a, a very credible source uh, said that Associated Press got word that when the coaches voted for the reserves, Anthony Davis was the next man on the list. So he was the next man up anyway. Right. So they got it right. They absolutely got it right. Adam Silver was the last man to say, yes, this is the right call. Uh, I'm told, though, that Rod Thorne, in the background, the president of basketball operations, a lifer, NBA uh, guy, who took over just recently in that office for Stu Jackson, uh, that Rod Thorne also was the one who put his stamp on it. So that's good news, that they, they worked together on it and they got it right because Anthony deserves it. And that's significant for all of us. That means a lot to me to everybody in New Orleans, anybody associated with Pelican basketball, and it should for all the Pelican fans. That's just a, right. it's a great feeling to have a, an emerging NBA star and fortunately a franchise changer for the Pelicans representing the city because you don't get the All-Star game all that often. It's rare mm-hmm. when you get it twice like New Orleans has in, in you know just a short span of time. So it'll be nice. It'll be actually one of the great stories over the last couple of years of this franchise. Absolutely. Anthony Davis will be a part of a stacked uh, Western Conference team. And, and Joel, the difference between the West and the East, nine teams over 500 in the West, only four in the East. And if you think about it, the Pelicans would be the eighth seed in the East, seven games under 500. Are you concerned about the lack of balance in the league, or is it something that will eventually balance out? Well, you can't do anything about it as the system currently exists, Daniel, because you have two or three teams, say, in the East with, as you mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, they're going, we're in Milwaukee, it's tough, mm-hmm. uh, it's cold. Uh, they're going to the playoffs with under 500 records. So then you have two or three teams with winning records, potentially, going to the lottery from the West. Mm-hmm. So as long as that cycle continues, the West is still going to be gradually getting better and they'll be able to develop better talent because of the selection process. They're higher in the lottery. They're getting better picks earlier in the game. And they're also astute observers. They're making better selections. Mm-hmm. So you know, right now, it's not going to change immediately as the current system exists. That's the television voice of the Pelicans, Joel Myers. You can catch him and David Wesley on the call tomorrow at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports New Orleans as the Pelicans take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Joel, thanks for your time. Bring back a win tomorrow, and most importantly, stay warm in Milwaukee. Thank you. On our way to real chili. Need another bowl of hot chili, Daniel. Bring some back for me, please. Thanks. Thanks. When we come back, Pelicans equipment manager David Jovanovich will join the program to talk about his all-star responsibilities. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue. Congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center as the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an Auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. 
Punt, pass, kick, and dunk. Lob to the rim, alley-oop dunk, Anthony Davis. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, our next guest has been an employee of the franchise since their inaugural season in 1988, which means this is his 26th season with the Pelicans as the equipment manager. He is David Jovanovich, a.k.a. Big Shot. And, uh, David, if uh, my research is correct, will this be your third All-Star game this weekend? Yes, this will be my third one. Uh, I did one in Charlotte, and then I did one in New Orleans uh, a few years back. Just talk about your experience. What, what do you like about uh, uh, All-Star Weekend? Well, what I like about it is the opportunity to be around the players and see the interaction of them with the staff, with the NBA people, uh, with themselves and the game. Uh, I think that's the best part. And then also the events on Saturday night, uh, you know, seeing the dunk, seeing, you know, uh, Dwight Howard putting on the Superman cape, uh, you know, and doing that. That was a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. Um, so, so the events can be also a good day as well. Um, what are some of your responsibilities um, for All-Star Weekend? Is it most of the same stuff you do with the Pelicans or are some things a little different? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, the event is actually the NBA's, and, and me and Corey Johnson, my assistant, are there to help them. Um, there's a lot going on uh, from the moment it starts, basically Thursday, through the completion of the game, Sunday, and also Monday. Um, there's a lot of, of, of equipment that's brought in, shipping of boxes and things like that, and, um, and we have to receive it, unpack it, and, uh, and deal with it uh, for them. Now, you talked about some of the moments of the Dwight Howard in 08 with the Superman. Is that one of your favorite moments from working the 08 All-Star game? Do you have any favorite moments from between the 91 game in Charlotte and the 08 game in the Big Easy? Well, the probably my, my, my most favorite moment of the whole of weekend in uh, New Orleans in 08 was, was just the fact that David West and Chris Paul played and then that Byron Scott and the assistants were all a part of it. It wasn't just me and the trainers and people, the support staff. It was everybody was involved because we had the coaches and we had two players in the game. Uh, that was that was very exciting uh, to me because it was it was more than just um, you know me being a part of it like I was in '91. Um, it, in '91, it was just me and the trainer. And uh, and then everybody else was from another team. Well, now this year you have Anthony Davis who uh, made the All Star game and it was announced on Friday. How excited is it that now you have another player that you can uh, enjoy All Star Weekend with, with Anthony Davis? I'm excited for him. I really, uh, I really am. I don't think uh, people understand what this means at the moment for him, and uh, and this is a, a great opportunity for him to showcase himself on a national stage, um, he or even international stage, honestly, um, it's going to be great for him. I'm very excited to see that he made it. I think he deserved to make it, and uh, and I'm excited about that. I'm also excited to see Chris come back, and, uh, you know, I have fond memories of Chris as well. So it's going to be great to have, you know, one former player and also a current player there. 
Now, do you expect the reception to be good for Chris Paul? He had a good reception when he came back the first time, but for him, he says he's very excited to come back for uh, come back uh, to New Orleans this weekend. I'm sure he is. Uh, you know, he really loved New Orleans. Uh, I think he, he there's lots of things about it he missed. He misses the not just the city and and the people who really embraced him uh, and his family, but you know, I think it's it's. Uh, it's a chance for him to give back because he's still very involved in the community, but it's good for him to, to, to be here for me to see him and the other people that will be involved for the Pelicans that he knows. We're talking with David Jovanovich, equipment manager for the Pelicans, who will also be involved with All-Star Weekend. Now, uh, David, the, all, the All-Star jerseys have been released, and the color scheme, in my opinion, I'll just say it's very interesting, but they also have sleeves on them this year. What do you think? of the all-star jerseys this year and also what do you do you like the sleeves on the jerseys or are you uh, old school and the one you like the ones that are sleeveless i'm probably more old school uh i like uh the sleeveless jerseys but i understand the purpose of the the, the sleeves uh that's a more of a current thing uh players i think really like the sleeves on the jersey so i'm i'm i understand uh you know the need for you know, new and exciting ideas. Uh, if you see a lot of college teams, they have sleeves on their uniforms. So I think it's just, you know, the NBA embracing uh, the fashion of the times. Uh, I'm excited to see them. It'll be my first time actually being a part of uh, wearing jerseys that have sleeves. Um, I'm sure at some point we will probably have something like that. But right now we have the traditional jerseys, and I'm probably more of a traditionalist when it comes to that. Now, uh, in the future, you said the Pelicans might have some in the near future. Do you see every team at some point going with some form of a sleeve jersey? I'm not sure every team. I think there's some teams that weren't very happy with it, the way it probably all came out. Um, so, you know, you might see there's a possibility that everybody will have some, maybe have a jersey, might not wear it but once. Um, but I think you might see that. We just played New Jersey and they had a, a replica night for Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. And it was, it was there. So it, I think you'll see a lot of teams having it. All right, David, before I let you go, you've worked with Olympic teams in the past, NBA teams obviously in a lot of events, including All-Star Weekend. Is this your favorite uh, event that you've done, or what, what is your favorite event you've done so far in your career? You know what? Uh, to be honest, I enjoyed the... the Uh, it's a lot of hard work. It's very long hours. Uh, it, it, it's an opportunity for me to be around people from the NBA office as well. So I think the experience of that makes this uh, an exciting weekend for me. But it is a lot of work, and, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it kind of all works out. Uh, you know, hopefully Anthony has a great experience, and, that, and that's what's important to me that he enjoys himself. That's David Big Shot Jovanovich on the black and blue report equipment manager for the Pelicans, and he'll be all around All-Star festivities this weekend. David, thanks for the time, and enjoy All-Star weekend. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks. When we come back, we'll continue our All-Star coverage with Yahoo NBA writer Mark Spears. Basketball fans of all ages, NBA All-Star 2014 is coming to New Orleans and tips off with four days of basketball action. 
November 13th through the 16th, NBA All-Star Jam Session transforms the New Orleans Ernest N. Memorial Convention Center into 40 interactive activities. Fans can test their skills, score free autographs from NBA stars, and pick up the hottest NBA All-Star merchandise. Jam Session is your family's ticket to everything NBA All-Star. Tickets start at just $10. Get yours today at NBAevents.com. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Our next guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He is a writer for Yahoo Sports covering the NBA and, of course, a Louisiana native. He is Mark Spears, and Mark, my research team, which is really just comprised of just me, says you have appeared on the show the most times of any of our other national guests, which, in my opinion, is quite an honor. That's right, man. I get a T-shirt. You do. You get a free <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> you got any black and blue T-shirts? We don't, but you know, uh, you know, since I'm part of the research team, I'm also part of the T-shirt development team. So I'll get right on that and uh, send you a shirt right away. Oh man, let me start. Let me start the whole trend. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Before I get to national topics uh, in the All Star game, I wanted to get your opinion on the Pelicans. This team is riddled with injuries right now, and from a person who covers the league as a whole, what have you seen from this team heading into the All Star break? Well, they they probably really need to break. It's certainly been some tough times. You know, with the whole Ryan Anderson thing, Jason Smith, I mean, you, and you lost Anthony Davis for a while. Just nothing seemed to go right. I know there was some hope going into the season with the new additions uh, to go with Davis and, and Gordon that this could be a playoff team, but it's, it's not going to be that way. And um, such is the NBA, man. You just never know what's in store for you health-wise, no matter what the roster looks like. So, but the good thing is there, there is something to celebrate. All-Star Weekend is there, and Anthony Davis will be a part of it. And it kind of starts a new chapter in, uh, I guess you could say, franchise players, where you're going to have Chris Paul there uh, right. being the old and in with the new with Anthony Davis. You mentioned Anthony just now. Um, did, did the commissioner get it right by replacing Kobe with AD? You know, it's... No matter what, somebody was going to be upset. Mm -hmm. um, he, he certainly was deserving. So was DeMarcus Cousins. So was Goran Dragic. I mean, we could probably rattle off like four or five names. Right. Um, but I'm sure it being in New Orleans didn't hurt. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's not to say that the kid didn't deserve it. Like, I was just on the radio in Sacramento, and there they were all mad about it. And I said, well, I guess put it this way. I'm sure they would rather uh, have hear the groans in Sacramento than the groans in New Orleans where the games is, game is. So uh, did it maybe help his stock in getting in? Sure. Uh, but was he not deserving? Definitely he was deserving. So, yeah, you can't take everybody. Someone's always going to be disappointed. But I don't think that kid uh, deserves uh, – I mean, he, he, he certainly has every right to be a part of that game. 
Absolutely. You talk, You mentioned Chris Paul's return uh, to New Orleans for the All-Star game. I know he's played against his former team in New Orleans before, but do you expect an even bigger reaction this time around since this is the All-Star game? You know what? Um, the, the, the reaction's going to be interesting, but to me, it's not... I remember when Kobe was booed when they had the All-Star game in Philly, but that's just what Philly does. But uh, the All-Star game, to me, isn't a true, you know, the crowd isn't a true New Orleans crowd. Right. I mean, it, it, it's basically the majority of the crowd is going to be business partners and uh, people that have some kind of NBA connections and stuff like that. It's not going to be Pelicans fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably about half the crowd is, so there'll probably be a mixed reaction, but it, it's certainly not like your typical Pelicans game where 95% of the fans are going to be rooting for them and will voice their opinion. So um, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, but I think the one thing that in time Pelicans fans or Hornets fans uh, will understand is, you know, when Chris Paul wanted out, it was when the team was owned by the league. Mm-hmm. It was when the team didn't know where it would be. Um, it was when the team didn't have a stable practice facility. There were many reasons not to be attracted to to the franchise. I don't think it had anything to do with the city. Right. It had everything to do with the state of the franchise at the time. Now, obviously, since then, great new owner, uh, stability, new practice facility, team's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's kind of hard to be one Monday morning quarterback to say what would Chris Paul had done if all these things were in place. Would he have felt the same way? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not, but we'll, we'll never know. The reality is that it was a, a situation in disarray, and he got out, and I'm just happy that since then it's, it stabilized itself with a great owner, um, great practice facility, which I've seen. And basketball is going to be there for a long time. Uh, and it's going to be successful in the future, too. So, I mean, hey, changes are made, but, but you know, uh, the the franchise will get stronger and be better. And, and I think in time, Chris Paul will have his jersey retired there. And people will enjoy the great days he did bring to the organization. Absolutely well said. We're joined by Yahoo Sports NBA writer Mark Spears and Mark um, you are going to be at All-Star Weekend this weekend. It's the second time in six years that New Orleans is hosting. What is your favorite part about All-Star Weekend? I think my favorite part is just um, the camaraderie. Of, like I, I get to see a lot of my friends, you know, fellow writers that I don't get to see all the time, uh, especially now that I cover just the league. It's not like I'm traveling like I used to when I was coming to Celtics or the Nuggets. Uh-huh. My travel is different now, so you get to catch up with a lot of people like that, uh, writers, uh, different PR people throughout the league, see see players that you have relationships with, um, current and former. And then for me, it's certainly a, a lot more special because my you know my parents live there, right. uh, a lot of my family's there, and I know New Orleans like the back of my hand, so I was actually uh, – NBA's lead PR guy, Tim Frank, I shot him off even for the day, like, you should go to this restaurant, you should do this, you should do that. You know, don't go to Mother's because it's a tourist trap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The locals will laugh at you. You know, stuff like that, you know. But I'm, this is, uh, they can have it every, every year there as far as I'm concerned because 
one thing they do better than any other all-star place that I've been to, and I've been, I've attended, I think, 13 or 14, is just, you know, New Orleans knows how to crowd control. They know how to allow people to party and have fun, and and they're welcoming, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think anybody does a better job of that. I remember Paul Pierce telling me after the last one, he said, man, that was the most fun I ever had All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, New Orleans will let you party till you drop and, you know, have fun. And you know, they're not going to let you act a fool, but right. <laughs> you get to really let your hair down and enjoy yourself, eat some great food, let, hear some great music, you know, maybe have a beverage or two and just have a great, great time. And, and you can walk everywhere. Yeah. And so that, that helps. And it's a, it's going to be a great host again, I'm sure. Yes, very excited for uh, the All-Star Weekend to come. This weekend in New Orleans, uh, I want to switch gears uh, real quick, Mark. Um, who's your MVP right now heading into the All Star break? I mean, well, I'm one of those people that I don't do my ballot until the day after the season ends. I'm uh, you could ask uh, the NBA folks who get tired of me because <laughs> I'm always one of the last people to turn my ballot in, but uh, I, I take it real serious. Right. And um, I'm not saying that others don't, but. I feel like you have to vote the whole body of work, mm-hmm. um, not just, you know, this stretch or that stretch. Now, if you're asking me if the vote was today, who I'd have voted for, probably Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but let's see where things are in, in mid-April. Um, let's see where this team's record is. I, I put a lot into what a team's record is as well. And, uh, you know, Jeff Hornacek probably be my coach of the year. Michael Carter-Williams would probably be an easy rookie selection, although Trey Burke's starting to come on. But um, you, you got to look at the whole whole body of work, and, and I take it serious, and they'll get that ballot late again. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, before I let you go, you wrote an article recently about Marcus Smart, the Oklahoma State star who shoved a fan Saturday night at Texas Tech. From talking to some NBA execs, Mark, do you see Smart's draft stock plummeting from this incident? Well, what what I do see is, uh, and I did a story on it, is you'll you'll have some teams where there'll be like it was an isolated incident, it was a heat of the moment, and the kid thought the guy said something racial to him, mm-hmm. so that's why he reacted, and, and we'll move on. But other others would say, well, does this guy have a temper problem? You know, NBA fans talk trash, too. How will he react to it? Ultimately, I think if he's on his, like, best behavior the rest of the way, he doesn't trip a grandma, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nothing crazy happens the rest of the way. Yeah. He'll be fine. I've interviewed the kid. He's a great guy, great kid. Played uh, well at USA Basketball Training Camp. In fact, most of the scouts, though, are saying if anything's hurting him right now, it's his play. Mm-hmm. Not playing well. And uh, that's well, that ultimately, I think, is going to affect his stock. Sure, there'll be some guys who are going to have a problem with what happened. But if you could play, I mean, they've drafted guys with much bigger problems than that. Trust me. Um, I, I think his game needs to pick up, or he, he could slip down. But I see no way that he drops out of the top ten, even with what happened. That's Mark Spears from Yahoo Sports. Of course, you can follow Mark at Spears NBA Yahoo. Mark, thanks for your time, and uh, enjoy the All-Star Weekend in your home. Charge real oysters, baby. Coming <laughs> my way. <laughs> enjoy it, Mark. Thank you very much.
All right, now take care. When we come back, I'll wrap things up on the Black and Blue Report. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas. Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab? Just supposed to get this round. Whoa, interception! But on my rounds, we play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Absolutely everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light. For the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The Pelicans Valentine's three-game flex pack presented by Woodhouse Day Spa is a great gift for the basketball lover in your life. This limited-time offer includes two tickets to any three games of your choice on the Pelicans schedule, including matchups against the Clippers, Thunder, and Heat. Packages start as low as $54, plus the first 200 packs purchased will include a $25 gift card to Woodhouse Day Spa. So call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your Valentine's three-game flex pack today. Does your boss know you're listening? If not, turn it up louder. This is the Black and Blue Report. Good show today. Some good guests. Our thanks to Joel Myers, David Jovanovich, a.k.a. Big Shot, and Mark Spears for joining me on the Black and Blue Report. No fear. Sean Kelly will be back in the hosting chair tomorrow from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the Pelicans will look to end their first half of the season on a winning note against the Bucks. Tip-offs at 7 p.m., and of course, you can hear it on the flagship station, 105.3 WWL-FM and the Pelicans Radio Network. And of course, you can watch it on Fox Sports New Orleans on the TV side, starting with the pregame show at 6.30. Also during the TV show, we'll have an update on Pierre the Pelican. Yes, yesterday he had reconstructive beak surgery after suffering a broken beak and concussion during a pickup game with other mascots. I believe Pierre is resting comfortably after his surgery last night. Fans, you can share your support by using the hashtag on Twitter, GetWellPierre, and also pay attention to the broadcast on Wednesday night as we anticipate Pierre being back in action and encourage fans to tune into the game against the Bucks at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports New Orleans to check him out. So you don't want to miss that as well. So again, another, unfortunately, another injury for the Pelicans, but this one seems like Pierre will be okay and will be back in action tomorrow night. Don't forget you can listen to the show on your Saints or Pelicans mobile app and by subscribing to the show on iTunes. Hope everyone enjoyed today's show and I hope you all have a good rest of the week as Sean will be back in the hosting chair tomorrow hoping for a Pelicans win to start the All-Star break. I'm Daniel Salerson. Have a fantastic Tuesday, everyone. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.